Welcome to the Andy Griffin Show. Wake up! With your chance to sound off, give your opinion, and tell us about your wild conspiracy. It's on. It's now. It's here. The Andy Griffin Show on News Radio 890, 94.9, KDXU, Southern Utah's news talk leader. Thanks for tuning in today, a sunshiny day here in southern Utah. Again, we're going to be about 100 for a high still. Yeah, I know it's September. We're not supposed to be there, but uh, it'll cool down at night into the 60s, so that's cool. Uh, I'm Andy. Got a fun week planned for you. A lot of great guests. Uh, gun expert Brett Pruitt is going to join me. Uh, Chamber of Commerce uh, CEO Don Willie will hear from Congressman Chris Stewart. Also a guy whose whole goal, he has a nonprofit, his whole goal is to help small businesses succeed. His name is Trent Christensen. We'll talk with him uh, tomorrow. Right now, though, I've got Tisha Powell on the line with me. Tisha, how are you this morning? I'm doing good. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming on the program. It's good to hear your voice, a refreshing voice in America today. It seems like people, uh, we're hearing a lot of loud voices, uh, liberal voices, telling us everything that uh, that is wrong with us conservatives. And so it's nice to hear a voice out there. Uh, you are Jamaican-born, right? Jamaican-born, and I live in, in New York, and I move into Park City, Utah, because I'm just running from the craziness of New York. Uh-huh. Um, these liberal governors, they destroyed, I mean, New York was destroyed after COVID. So you're going to get a lot of us running from New York to Park City. So I have a feeling know, Utah, we just run into Utah. I have a feeling we're going to have a few more Californians because it sounds like that Newsom is not going to be recalled. It looks like just news this morning said that about 60% of people are saying to not recall the California governor. So we're going to have maybe an influx of Californians, too, trying to get out of that craziness. Yes, it just shows you that these liberal governments don't make sense. I mean, their, their policies are so crazy that they're destroying their own state. I mean, New York, we lost like, what, 900 people per day? Yeah. I mean, to the coronavirus when it just came out? I mean, it was just so depressive. I'm, I don't want to ever, ever experience something like that ever again. And I just want to be in one of those states like Utah where we can have some conservative values. I, I mean... I have to say, Tisha, I will say this. Park City, if there's a liberal spot in Utah, Park City's probably it. You might need to come to St. George. We're very conservative down here. <laughs> yes, I've heard of St. George, and I'm looking forward to going down there sometime. Well, just, just trying to see it. So yeah, when you're in town. I feel blessed just coming to Utah. When you're in town, give me a call. We'll go do lunch. Uh, tell us a little bit about your book. It's called, I love the title, Big Red Letters, Liberal Lies. Tell us a little bit about what you're trying to accomplish with your book. So basically, I grew up in Jamaica, and I grew up, you know, as, as you'd say, a rich Jamaican, and we became poor Jamaicans. Mm. And why we became poor Jamaicans is because of the lies the politicians said. And they're doing the same thing now in America. They tell you that you're going to give, you're going to tax the rich, which we had like 10 houses, 10 cars. We went down to one house, one car, because literally they taxed us. And they said they were going to give it to the poor. And they did not give it to the poor. It was a transfer of wealth they kept to it. politicians. Yeah. 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 And I ran from that, that reality. <laughs> and I came to America, I had children, and I'm like, 
thank God for a new reality. And now they're doing the same thing here. They're saying the rich is too rich. The rich is too rich want to give to the poor. And I'm like, could they be doing the same thing here as well in America? Where a bunch of politicians are going to take the money and not not divide it up. And they're selling us on lies. One of the amazing things is we talk about these liberal lies, Tisha, is uh, they do it so blatantly, and it's so obvious if you'll just look at it with you know through regular glasses instead of Democratic blue glasses. Uh, for instance, Nancy Pelosi with with her mansions and 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 you know the 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 jets and everything, and and yet she's lecturing people about you know taking care of the poor, about you know administering to people the needy and, and the handicapped, and it's like wait, can you not see that she's like kind of lying about everything. I, I, I don't understand it. Hopefully your book will help us understand this. That's exactly what the book talks about. Climate change is a hoax. It's, it's by billionaires, billionaires and A-list movie stars. If they really care about the climate and, and, and liberals, if they really care about the climate, why are they still flying their private jets? You know, you just wonder yeah. all these lies they tell us. Like they want to save the planet we as poor people need to cut back meanwhile they're flying on their private jet yeah or or getting their hair done when all the hair places were supposed to be closed last year i think nancy did that one uh yeah it's it it's amazing terrible. how much they lie uh, let's let's uh, rewind a little or let's go back a little bit and teach talk about you you're an attorney is that correct yes i'm a licensed attorney in the state of florida how how uh, how hard was that for you to get there, considering what you had to go through to get, you know, from what happened in Jamaica and then and then to America to kind of restart your life and everything, and then to ultimately become an attorney and an author. Tell us about your journey. So basically, during law school, the year two thousand, it was the Al Gore Bush, and uh, you know we lost constitutional teachers. They went to defend Al Gore. Yeah. And I remember arguing with my professor, Bruce Roger, why would you go argue for Al Gore when you should go argue with George Bush? And I remember the um, dean coming over to me, and they all coming to me, and they try to tell me that I'm black, and I really don't know anything because <laughs> oh, no. I'm Jamaican. Wow. Yes, this is what they told me in law school. They pulled me over and told me that I'm on the wrong side. I mean, it was very embarrassing that they were, like, shaping my belief, yeah. you know. And I'm like, you know, I, I would like for my professor to argue for, you know, George Bush instead. And they said no. And then I said, okay, I want my money back because they, <laughs> they forced us to go home and learn the Constitution on our own because the professor wanted to save Al Gore. And they told me they were going to write me up. Wow. I had to learn it on my own because this was much bigger than me. Wow. And I thought, how dare you deprive me of, you know, constitutional law. And and that's when I knew the whole thing was fixed. The whole thing was rigged. Yeah. You, you know, I'm in law school learning about the Constitution, and they're coming to tell me that I, my brain, something is wrong with me. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Do do you feel like that's a, just a symptom of, of universities around the country right now that they're giving these these liberal professors free reign to, to teach our young people uh, to teach them what to think instead of how to think? Yes. And they're starting a lot earlier now. They're starting in, in you know, I mean, you see them with the face mask for kids. Yeah. So they're getting kids to just like abide by the rules, the liberal rules. 
And if not, then, you know, you're going to be cast out. You know, I got suspended for Twitter after 5 million people heard me say abortion is a said God loves you. Yeah. And 8,000 people went ahead and complained to Twitter. 8, and they just kick you off. They just, they just remove you because you are not part of their group. You yeah. know? You can have an opinion as long as it agrees with their opinion, I guess, huh? Yes, but this is not what we learn in law school. This is not what America should be like. Right. When did the billionaires become bullies? And then these politicians are allowing all these billionaires to bully us around on, on the Internet. I wanted to ask you, Tisha, you're a very religious person, which I love, uh, but... Nowadays, if you if you just watch popular television, watch your average sitcom, usually the 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 character that is is it's safe to make fun of nowadays is the Christian character, the, the character that has a belief in God and a belief in in Jesus Christ. Those are the ones that get made fun of nowadays. It's shocking to me how we've turned because that we you know we used to revere being religious and having a fear and a belief in God, and now it's become a joke in mainstream media. That's correct. But, you know, if you read the Bible, Jesus did tell us that we would be rebuked for his name. And that's what we see every day. This is how we know the power of God is so real, because we see people walking. I mean, we're in 2021 here and we're walking a Christian faith and they're willing to suspend your account if you tell them abortion is a sin and God loves them. That's all you're telling them. You're telling them God loves them. You're not telling them to pick up a gun. You're not telling them. They'll make the Taliban leaders have Twitter account, but they won't let Christian girls in America, black Christian girls, have Twitter accounts. It's too dangerous. You know, it's, it's, we're being set back under Joe Biden, that's for sure. Women especially are being set back by Joe Biden. It's, it's pretty sad. It's, it's a sad day in America. It's very sad. Um, what, uh, making news this morning was the fact that uh, inflation is really starting to go. Gas prices are up again. Uh, grocery prices, Kroger, which is the biggest grocery retailer in America, uh, said they're going to have to raise all prices across the board 2 to 3% because of what's happening in America right now. Uh, Tisha, do you have any ideas for the average American, someone like me, who has to go to the grocery store and has to buy milk and bread and meat and whatever? Uh, because I'm not getting a raise to match all this inflation. And the Bible said a good suffer for the bad. So yeah. this is what happened when social media, when billionaires like Jack Dorsey and Mark Zuckerberg, this is what happened when they interfere with the algorithm of the election. When you have 10,000 impression of Joe Biden per minute and only 100 of Donald Trump, and then more people were prone to vote for Joe Biden because they saw more impression of him on the Internet. Yeah. Now we're seeing the incompetence of it. And, you know, you know, this is what happened when, when young kids with billions of dollars interfere with something they have no, no ability of doing, the natural, natural results of the election. It was supposed to be Donald Trump, but they can rig it with the algorithms of the Internet these days. Tisha, you're a, you're a mom, you're a, an attorney, you're a social media influencer, you're an author. How in the world do you find time to do all this? Jesus, it's all God. God just gives you the <laughs> I wisdom. It. I mean, this is why this is why they want us to try these vaccines. This is bigger than us. You know, people say Joe Biden is a puppet for for evil. This is much bigger than us. It's it's compliance with the market of East. That's what it's all about. It's how can we comply with government? 
because we know after you got the two, you know, everybody got vaccinated. Didn't they say they were going to get rid of the mask? No, it becomes a power thing for these government now. Yeah, all about power, power grab. You know, it used to be in the movies, Tisha, the good guys always won. Uh, and then it's weird. There's this weird trend in the last decade or so where bad guys, sometimes movies have bad endings. Bad guys win. And it kind of feels that way in, in the real world now. What can we do, Tisha, for our part to help the good guys win? What's the best strategy for us? Well, the Bible said there's nothing new under the sun. Not many good government came in. But, you know, we have hope in 2022. You know, the more Biden blunders, which he's just on a spiral, is the more bloodbath it will be for the Democratic Party. And I just remind people, you know, vote for small government. We can't just belly up ourselves now. It's time to back conservative government. Nobody's perfect. Government will never be perfect. But you know what? A conservative government is a much better approach, much better rule. We didn't have these prices for gas under under Donald Trump. No, not even close. I mean, we didn't have this. It it just shows you that government has the power to change even the Democrats and just everything about America. They that's the power of the Democratic Party. They want to sink America so that we can be a socialist country, and people don't want us to say this. They said, "Oh, you must be crazy. How can you say this stuff?" That's government for you. Those bunch of politicians in D.C., they just want more power, more power, more power. Uh, Tisha, one of the, the the subjects that really makes my heart hurt is the, is the topic of abortion. And I truly believe our country, and even some of us who have not been noisy about uh, being against abortion, uh, we're going to have to maybe in, in, you know, in the next life answer, why didn't you do anything? Why didn't you? This is such an evil that you, you know, your country permitted. Why didn't you do anything? I know you have been kind of at the forefront of saying abortion is evil, abortion is wrong, and trying to stop it. Uh, what ultimately is our responsibility? Should I be out there picketing or writing letters? I mean, I, I, it hurts my heart just to talk about the fact that it's, abortion has been legal in this country. It is, and what I'm shocked about, because, you know, I have a law degree, President Joe Biden has a law degree, is just the power these lawyers have in America. All President Joe Biden has to do is just write one bill, just change the law. You know, he's a Catholic. He's a Catholic. I, and and yeah. what does President Joe Biden say? He said his belief is personal, it's private, he's not going to interfere. And I'm thinking, I can't believe the Lord give you all this power and you could save the lives of babies. Yeah. And, yeah. and he's going to do nothing. And he's a lawyer. He's a lawyer, so he knows the word abortion is, is just something that we made up. That it's, it's just killing babies. It's just a procedure, you know. Lawyers are the ones that give people the power to create this evilness. Abortion is just a procedure. It's not a procedure. It's actually a baby. In 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 Texas, they've started to make some laws to uh, not punish the women who have abortion, but punish those that are performing abortion by opening them up to lawsuits. Uh, I, I first of all, I'm a native Texan, originally from Texas. I'm so proud of my state, Texas, and I, and there are other laws they're working on to further block the act of abortion uh, on on you know on people and. I'm just, I'm hoping, I, I don't know, I feel like Utah should be at the forefront of this. Uh, it's just, you know, to me, this is something that we've got to put a stop to. And I'm hoping that people like you, especially influencers and authors and attorneys like you, can lead that charge for us, Tisha. 
That's what I felt. I felt my calling to go to law school, one of my greatest calling was for the unborn. And now God is using me and showing me. And we're, we're not done, you know, like, even though Twitter went ahead and, you know, permanently, you know, suspended us, we're still getting 30,000 views per day on the social media. Wow. So, you know, that's just the power of God. Yes, through Gab, Parlay, YouTube, Facebook, we're still reaching 30,000 a day. We're not reaching the 5 million anymore. But you know what? We're leaving everything to God. And I'm just shocked of the billions of dollars that these young people have and how they're not using it for God's glory. You know, but, but there's a reason corporation wants want abortions done. And it's because it's not that they care about the women. It's because they want more production. There's another way to keep women backwards in America. That's why Joe Biden and everybody else is doing it. Because if women kill their babies, then that's another extra 18 more years of, you know, of suppressing women in in this country. So, So that's why, you know, rich white men are doing this to women in America. It's just so that women can work more. Liberal Lies is, is Liberal Lies is the name of her book. Her name is Tisha Powell. What are some of the other liberal lies that are really uh, egregious? Liberal lies that are really just unbelievable right now. Transgender. Um, that that they are they were born they were born um, with an assigned sex. So if you're born, you know, it's a doctor who assigned it. This is a lie again from the devil. This is a narrative they want us to believe. It's being sponsored by state government, CNN, who is probably sponsored by the Democratic Party, the talking point. And these are lies because we read the Bible and it says, in the beginning, God created heaven and earth and he created man and woman. So how can they now say, how can CNN, how can doctors now saying that, ooh, we as doctors created the sex? I mean, how do we talk about these lies to young people? You notice that they're trying to give this to young people because they can't tell us this. Because we're too old to, you know, <laughs> That's to right. so they're starting with younger minds. people. Yeah. yeah, they can't change our minds because the younger, like, they have Dwayne Wade's son, who's now a girl. You know, they're using celebrities because celebrities yeah. are idle in this country. Yeah. So we have 16-year-olds. And they're making clothes for transgender, which I think is kind of odd because I think no trans, every transgender is unique. Every demon is unique, you know? Yeah, I, I, I have, uh, my daughter went up and worked in Park City over the summer. She got assigned a, a room, you know, they had like little kind of like dorms of where this place where she works. And uh, after she'd been there a few days, uh, her, her roommate showed up and her roommate, uh, I can't remember what he, she wanted to call herself, but she declared that she was uh, transgender. She was non-binary and she told everyone, you, you can't call me him or her, you have to call me they or them. And my daughter, who is an English major and just loves the English language, she said, but that's not proper. You're not a they or them. It turned into quite an interesting little soap opera up there in Park City. But that shows that that's the reality, that your daughter is right. The girl, the little girl is confused, and she's confusing us. Yeah. Because you're only born male or female. That's what God says. Yeah. We're not above God. I know man has a lot of power. We have a lot of power on earth. But, you know... 
Power is fleeting, you know? Power, fame, money, all of that stuff is fleeting. She's Tisha Powell. Tisha, I got a weather break coming up. Thank you for coming on today. Tell me again, how do, how do we get a hold of your books? How do we get a hold of you? Maybe uh, check out what you're, what you're doing online. Amazon.com, just put Tisha Powell in. Google Tisha Powell. Parlay come up. YouTube come up. Facebook come up. You know, we're just, every day we post. We're just blessed. And keep uh, talk to my fans or viewers, whoever can hear me, because I know a lot of you are in Gavin Parlay. Just keep reposting. That helps a lot. Okay. That helps a lot. And someday we hope to go back on Twitter. If God doesn't allow us, we're okay with that, too. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, Tisha, for coming on today. It was great to talk to you. Thank you. God bless. Bye. Bye-bye. 9.29 on KDXU. Again, thanks, uh, thanks again to Tisha for, for being on the program. Uh, you know, she, she was born and raised in Jamaica. Uh, came to America to escape the crooked politicians. When she got here, she found out we got crooked politicians, too, a lot of them. Uh, author of three books, Trump Must Win, The Homeowner's Guide to Surviving Foreclosure, and the new book, Liberal Lies. You can find them online at Amazon.com. I also pulled up her Facebook page. Uh, it is, uh, if you want to search for it, Tisha Powell, it's T-E-I-S-H-A, T-E-I-S-H-A, Powell, and then on the end, F-L, because she's a, an attorney in Florida, so she throws Florida on there, F-L. So Tisha Powell, F-L, on Facebook. Beautiful young lady. Uh, I say young. She's younger than me, so that makes her young. Uh, and her, uh, her Facebook ta- page is titled Red, White, and Truth. Again, her name is Tisha Powell. Thanks again to Tisha for coming on the program. We're interactive on The Andy Griffin Show. Call in, Call in at 673-5890 or text in at 435-467-5842. Let your voice be heard on The Andy Griffin Show. Welcome back. I'm Andy. Thanks for tuning into the program. Somebody texted me and said, my last guest, Tisha Powell, said uh, she didn't sound very smart. <laughs> sometimes we sometimes we get these judgments, feelings, uh, because somebody talks a little differently. But I can tell you she's a graduate of law school. She's an attorney in the state of Florida. She is an author of three books. I I don't know how smart Tisha Powell is, but I think she's pretty... You don't graduate from law school and be a dummy. I, I know that for sure. Anyway, we'd love to hear from you today. 673-5890 is the phone number on the uh, program today. Don't have another guest this second half hour. Had someone scheduled and uh, things didn't work out. And so uh, we're, we're just going to chat with you for a few minutes. Uh, a couple of things came up in the news today. And there was there's a whole bunch of different little things I wanted to talk about. And uh, we'll talk about what you want to talk about, too. If you want to call 673-5890, you can also text me at 435 467 5842. That's uh, that's my text line here. If you want to uh, get uh, robocalls, have been really driving me nuts lately. Uh, it's funny, about I would say three months ago, uh, I used to, my wife, my friends, my kids even would say, I got another robo. I got that's the third one today, or I got I got five in the last two days, or whatever. And I was kind of sitting back there like the Cheshire cat with a big grin on my face because I never got robocalls. I, I didn't get them. Uh, robocalls, uh, in case you're not uh, not sure what that means, robocalls are phone calls from uh, they're, they're bots. They're basically uh, some somebody trying to sell you something. Sometimes scams. 
and there's not actually a person there. They dial you. They they found a way to caller ID wise to put uh, something um, else. Like it might say Roosevelt, Utah, or Richfield, or something like that. And so you're like, oh, I know people in Richfield, or I know people in uh, Salina or Orem. And so you answer the phone, and then and then it's this robocall. It's this bot trying to talk talk you into I don't know extending your car warranty or something like that. And anyway, three months ago, I I didn't get any. I, I think I might got I might have gotten one a week, maybe not even that much. I don't think. But and all my friends and family members were getting them. Something happened about uh, a week and a half ago, two weeks ago. All of a sudden, I'm getting like four, five, six robocalls a day. Now most of the time. Uh, my service, I use AT&T for my phone service. It says spam risk and I don't even answer it. I just, you know, click the off button message button or whatever. But, uh, when, when it, when it comes across and says Cedar city or Leeds or Richfield or Beaver, I, then I'm like, maybe, I mean, there's a chance it's somebody I know, or maybe my kid's stuck by the side of the road and is calling me from someone's phone and beavers. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, boy, they have, uh, they have figured me out there. I'm getting them all the time now. Uh, hopefully you're not, I know they're doing some, uh, there are actually some legislation out there and they're pushing these big companies like AT&T and T-Mobile and Sprint to, to get, you know, to be better about stopping these things. We'll see if that uh, helps. All right, let's go to the phone line. Six seven three five eight ninety. by the way, if you guys want to call me part of the show. Hi, uh, you're on with Andy. What's up this morning? Hi, Andy. Hey. I love what you've done as a program director to the station. Oh, thank it's you. It's great. Thank you so much. But you know what? I'm so disappointed about Brian Hyde. Yeah. What happened to him? Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the full yeah. story on on Brian. I I've known Brian for twenty something years, uh, and when I got when I was made program director here, uh, I I had heard Brian was doing like a syndicated show, and so I called him and I said, Brian, I'd I'd like to have you on my station, and he said, oh, Really, you know, because as a, when you syndicate your show, you basically have to sell it to radio stations around the country, and that's how you make your money. You sell right. it to them, and then you sell advertising. He said, really? I'd love to be back on in St. George. So, uh, but I didn't have anything during the day. And so I said, can you give me your show? And I'll run it. I'll run five hours of your show on the weekends. And then I'll have you. Uh, hey, it was so good. Yeah, I'll have you on, on, my, on my show on Mondays. And he was like, hey, I'll take whatever I can get. Uh, and so, he, uh, so that's what we did. And I don't know how long, a year maybe he was doing that. And uh, uh-huh. he called me about a month ago and he said, I'm really sorry about this, but I got another opportunity. I said, what does that mean? He said, well, I'm going to be on another station in your market. I was like, oh, oh. oh really? I said, uh, so is it is it a daily thing? He said, yeah, I'm going to be on every day. And so Brian, I guess, is on somewhere. He didn't tell me the state. He didn't give me any details. Oh. Uh, but he hmm. said, he, the only thing he told me, he says, I am not opposite your show. So I oh, said, I said well, well, I'm glad you got the opportunity, Brian, and I'm glad you're succeeding. I am sad for KDXU, though. Well, I am too, because he was great. Yeah. Anyway, keep up the good work. I love your show. Well, love you. what you've done to the station. Thank you. Thank you so Have much. Have a great for day. All right, you too. Six seven three five eight nine zero is the phone number if you want to call and be a part of this thing. We'd love to have you on today, uh, or you can text me. I know some of you are a little bit shy out there. Uh, I have a couple of relatives of mine. They're like, I'm like, you should call in the show because we we'll be talking about some political topic, and I'm like, we'll call the show and tell me about that. And they're like, oh, I could never do that. 
And I'm like, what do you mean you can never do that? I do it every day. It's no big deal. They're like, oh, no, I, can, I couldn't talk on the radio. And so, uh, but they have texted me uh, and, and been a part of the show uh, via text line. So uh, if you are a little bit shy, again, text me at 435-467-5842. Go back to the phone lines. Hey, thanks for calling today. What's on your mind? Hey, I didn't know you were a political show. It's yeah. been a long time since I've actually listened to AM radio. Oh, well, welcome back. Probably since Rush died, honestly. I mean, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Rush is, yeah. The, the Rush is and, and, you know, as much as good as Sexton and Travis are doing, I think, the, I mean, try to fill in for a legend, right? I mean, the odds, right. that's a tough deal. And, so. and, if, and if your national election gets stolen, I mean, who, how, how do you trust anything you hear on radio anyway? So may as well just stick to rock and roll anyway, right? <laughs> and do that's, what you can in your community, right? That's a good point. That's a good Anyway, point. but it's good to talk to you. I, I'd sure like to chime in on anything you'd like to talk about. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you calling in today. Uh, the, kind of the topic I, I had an author on a little bit earlier, and one of the things that it hurt, it actually hurts me to talk about the fact that abortion has been legal in our country sure. for as long as sure. it has. And uh, everyone I talk to, I'm like, what What do we need to do? Because I don't want to answer, I don't want to meet my creator and have him say, you know, it was legal right. in your country and you didn't do anything about it. So I don't, I don't know if you right. have any ideas along those lines. Sure. Well, I don't want to be like Donald Trump and call people to action or anything, but, you know, take action in your communities, you know, stand up, you know, put bumper stickers on that say, I'll adopt your child. Don't abort it. Yeah. Yeah. You that's know, a, do what you can. Tell kids if you see them, hey, don't abort kids, man. Hey, if you see young women or you see in a relationship, you say, hey, man, you be careful. But if something happens, you let me know because I, you know, we need one more. We only got seven. Right? <laughs> right 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 better than let the state take care of it otherwise if it gets born you know and then the state ends up educating one more child so do what you can in your communities that's what i'd say right good point and, and even even much better of course uh uh than uh, letting some woman abort a child and kill, kill a living child yeah All awful stuff and like i said I, I have a hard time talking about abortion because it it's tender in my heart. I, I had a friend who had an abortion, and she, and she, every second of every day, she regrets the decision that she made to abort that child. And uh, I, you know, I, I, how do you comfort someone like that? I, well, it's okay. You'll get them next time. You, you can't really say that, you know. And, and so this friend of mine, when when she talks about that baby that she never had, uh, that she decided to never had have she blames herself and and as well she should and she blames the fact that it was legal she said had it been illegal or even hard to get an abortion she probably wouldn't have done it but it was legal and it was easy and it didn't cost her a dime you imagine that you can kill another human being legally for free if you don't want to have to deal with it this, this pregnancy that she had was not a result of rape or incest or anything nefarious. It was just, you know, something that happened because of some decisions she made. And like I said, she regrets every second of every day what she did. She knows that she terminated the life of one of Heavenly Father's children. And uh, you can't you can't make that go away. It it never leaves. Never leaves. A uh, couple of stories today, just driving me crazy. The uh, the the fact that gas prices are are, are up. Now there, there's two two parts to this that really really get me. Gas prices are up. We know why, right? Biden 
his policies, canceling the pipelines, uh, uh, the, the, the Libs saying, well, we, we got to get rid of non-renewable energy. Uh, they obviously don't know much about geology if they think that uh, it's non-renewable. Um, anyway, uh, and so, you know, them causing the prices to go up nationwide, but then you look nationwide, the price of gas is three seventeen a gallon or three eighteen a gallon now it's gone up that's a lot, but have you gotten gas lately right here in the good old beehive state? Drive up the quarter you know drive from drive from Ogden to St George on the i fifteen and stop at any freeway side gas station. You're going to pay four bucks plus per gallon. It's not. It's not three seventeen. It's not even close to three seventeen. And so, uh, you know, I, I saw a couple of articles over the last week or two uh, of uh, from news outlets trying to explain why gas costs more in Utah. And and well, let me say that. Let me rephrase that. They say in their headline, hey, why gas costs more in Utah? I think there's one on KUTV, one on uh, KSL. And what they don't do is the the article says, well, we're going to explain why it costs more. And then all they do basically is dance around why and just say it does. So there is no why that I can can figure out. Um, I have a friend who told me, I asked him, I said, well, why why do you think gas costs so much? He says it's greed. Is it greed from who? Greed from the business owners? Greed from politicians? Why, why does it cost more? We have heavy taxes on our gas in Utah, but it didn't used to be that way. Utah right now, number four in the nation in highest gas prices. Number four out of 51. That counts District of Columbia. And, and you can really throw out Cal- uh, Alaska and Hawaii, right? Because they actually really do have a hard time getting refined gasoline. So if you throw those two out, we're number two in the nation in highest gas prices. Guess who's number one? Yeah, just to the west over here, California. So except for California and, of course, Alaska, Hawaii, Utah has the highest gas prices in America. You know, Utah with all the big refineries up there in North Salt Lake. I don't get it. And if it is greed, let's find out who's being greedy and let's, let's go after them. That ain't right. Joe Shoney is a sponsor of this show. Joe Shoney has been uh, part of this show as long as I've been a part of this show, a couple of years now. And uh, his specialty is customer service. Online reviews are phenomenal, 4.91 out of 5 stars. Now, what Joe Shoney does is he gets you loans. He's a loan officer, but he doesn't leave it there. He doesn't have you sign some papers and say, well, here's a loan. Uh, he he. Gets you to come in. He gets your application. He gets he gets it all processed together. And then every day, he's uh, giving you a text or a phone call or whatever, saying, "Hey, uh, here here's where we're at on your loan. Here's the interest rate we locked in at. Here's where the the bank is. Here's where the the lending company is." And he keeps you really up to date on exactly where your loan is all along the way. I love that. I love customer service. And Joe Shoney, that's his specialty. Phone number is four three five five nine zero sixty three hundred. Be right back. This is America for crying out loud. Traditional, conservative, capitalistic. Let's band together and melt the snowflakes on The Andy Griffin Show. Weekdays at 9 a.m. on News Radio 890, 94.9, KDXU, Southern Utah's News Talk Leader. 
All right, thanks for tuning in today. Uh, got to get uh, over to the text bag. I promised I'd answer texts, and I kind of dropped the ball, and I got involved in phone calls and stuff. Uh, all right, text number one. Why haven't we heard hardly anything about the woman that put on a gorilla mask and threw uh, something at Larry Elder that is running for governor to take the place of Gavin Newsom? Uh, let's see. It happened to Republicans and the Democrats... Yeah, and not the Democrat. Yeah, okay. I understand what you're saying. Uh, that story seemed to get buried pretty easily, didn't it? The, th- the thing is, though, about it, uh, I don't know if you heard the story. Larry Elder is, a, is an African-American Californian, and uh, he emerged as a leading candidate to replace Gavin Newsom if Newsom got recalled. This is California. You know, the, 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 the vote to recall him is going on right now. And uh, unfortunately... It looks like that the vote is it's going to be voted down, and Newsom is going to stay the governor of California. He's got like sixty percent of the vote right now. But uh, Larry Elder emerged as as kind of the leading candidate if they were able to get him uh, recalled. And Larry Elder, while he's out walking around and campaigning, lady, a white lady in a gorilla mask threw something at her and you probably know more details about this than I do because I these kind of stories are just I kind of roll my eyes and move on but uh it got buried and here here's the reason it got buried because as the uh, as a person texted in said well it happened to a black republican man had it been a black democrat and a white woman in a gorilla mask threw anything at him well there would have been uh, yeah there would have been an uproar and that, in in a in a nutshell, is kind of what we've been facing nowadays in in this country is the hypocrisy of it all. Uh, they seem to have, uh, have real control over the media. Uh, media, if it's a story about a Republican, I don't know if it doesn't sell or what. I mean, me, most of the newsrooms I worked in all my life, uh, it was about selling newspapers. It was about you know getting people to look at your papers so that they'd want to share it with their friend who will want to get a subscription and et cetera, et cetera. Now the world has changed. Obviously most papers are online now, but they still want your clicks. Um, they still want your clicks. I, a few years ago, I was a sports editor of a local online newspaper. I'm not going to name it. Uh, and the, the GM, the, the guy that, that was the owner of the newspaper along with a bunch of radio stations came to me and he said, he said, you got to stop covering girls sports. And I said, I said, what? And I had built a sports section from, from the ground up. And part of a big part of that was covering girls, high school sports, volleyball, soccer, tennis. uh, And so softball. And so, when he came to me and said that, I said, what are you talking about? Why would I do that? And he said, well, we're not getting enough clicks on the girls' stories. And he was right. I mean, the truth of the matter is we weren't getting as many clicks on the girls' story. I would do, for instance, in the fall, I would write a football story, and I would get 3,000 clicks on a story. Between, between 1,300 and 3,000 clicks on a football story, depending on who was playing, et cetera, et cetera. And I would cover a volleyball match, and I would get a few hundred clicks on the story. And so this guy who was my boss said, we've got to stop covering these sports. And I said, well, I don't think you understand. It's not about clicks when it comes to a sports section. And he's like, well, explain to me. And I said, 
you, you have a sports section. It's inclusive. It covers everything. It's not Title IX. It's not any of these things. It's if I go to the sports section, I want to read about, say I'm a Snow Canyon fan. I want to read about Snow Canyon football. Absolutely. But I also want to know how the volleyball team did. I want to know how the tennis team did. I want to know how the soccer team did. And I may not click on it, but if, I'll read the headline, and I care, and I want to know. And so that's part of what a sports section is. It's, it's kind of like if you're covering news and, and the, the editor said, well, we're not gonna, we're going to cover politics, but we're not going to cover crime anymore. So don't do any crime stories because they're not getting enough clicks. Like, what? Well, that doesn't make any sense. So anyway, I argued with him and basically was told, look, I'm the boss. You're not. Do as I say. So I went away from that meeting and I had to basically lay off one of my friends who was covering, doing most of the girls' sports coverage for me. And I had to explain to him what was told to me in that meeting. And I had, and, and that was the end of girls' sports coverage for a while at this online newspaper. Well, my friend who I had to lay off, who did most of the girls' sports coverage, uh, wrote a letter to all the coaches and some of the parents of girls' sports. And it was not a kind letter to, to management. And, uh, well, long story short, because I've only got three or four minutes left in the show, um, that letter eventually got back in the hands of the GM of this group that owned, owned my, owned my company. And I got called into the office and they said, uh, did you write this letter? And I said, no, I didn't write the letter. He said, well, did you know about this letter? I said, I know about it now, but I didn't know about it when he sent it. It was completely sent, you know, on his own. And he said, basically called me a liar right there in the room. He said, well, I, I don't believe you. I think you, you knew about, at the very least knew about it, and probably more likely you wrote it and had him put his name on it. And I was like, uh, okay, you can say that if you'd like. It's not true. At this point, I knew I was probably pretty much not going to be working for this person anymore. Um, but I said, that's, that's not true. I deny it. And uh, the, the honest truth is I'm a little bit offended that you would say that because I had nothing to do with it. Uh, anyway, a few weeks later, uh, actually within a, about a week and a half, uh, all the parents and the coaches who had gotten, not all of them, but uh, the parents and coaches who had gotten letters from this, uh, from this uh, friend of mine, um, they wrote letters and emails and put together a campaign to this particular uh, boss GM guy. Just really being very unkind, which is he deserved it. And and he realized at some point through getting all these letters that, oh, Andy was right. We can't stop covering girl sports. It's more. It's more than just the clicks. So. Uh, he called me back into his office and this was the part that was absolutely amazing to me. And this uh, was the day I lost my job uh, there. He called me into his office and he said, why did you stop covering girls sports? <laughs> I said, what? He said, why did you stop covering girls sports? And I said, because you told me I had to, we argued about it. Don't you remember that? He goes, Oh, you must've misunderstood me. I didn't, I didn't mean for you to stop covering girls sports. I just meant that we needed to evaluate it. And I said, no, I'm, I'm a writer. I'm a reporter. I have right here, and I showed him my notebook. I said, I have right here exactly what you said, and in bold words, underlined four times, stop covering girls' sports. Well, he didn't like that. And, in fact, he said, I, uh, 
I think you misunderstood me, and, and because of this misunderstanding, I'm going to have to terminate your employment with us. I got up and walked out, and actually my wife, I, had, I was coming off back surgery at the time. I was wearing a, a neck brace, and uh, I walked out to the car and sat down. My wife had to drive me. She was sitting in the parking lot waiting for me, and she said, well, and I said, well, she said, well, I said, well, I no longer am employed with these people. And uh, she said, why? What, what happened? I said, because I have integrity. I was honest. And I told the boss that very thing, that he's a liar. And I guess if you call the boss a liar, then they don't like it and they let you go. So as it turns out, a few months later, this boss was fired himself for some very, very dishonest things that he was doing. And, uh, and, uh, I felt somewhat vindicated, uh, but nevertheless, I, that ended my career for that particular company. Uh, bottom line is it's always, if with people like this, it's always about what they can accuse you of. It's never about what they're doing. It's like those liberals. It's, it's, it's like, you know, it's like what I'm talking about. They, they can do it, but don't you do it. And, and that might be okay if you're telling a three-year-old that he can't have Dr. Pepper. But you can because you're a grown-up. But that's not okay when it's two adults. When it's your politician, when it's, when it's Kamala Harris or Nancy Pelosi or Joe Biden telling you, you have to do this. I, I'm not going to do it, but you have to do this. And that's what's wrong with the whole Democratic Party. And that's what's wrong with the whole liberal agenda. It's, it's more than lying. It's hypocrisy. I hate hypocrisy. That's been my biggest thing. I hate hypocrisy.